Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Baby Goody. Hola! And the third wheel, Rick Serrano III. Hey people! And our newest member, Todd Silver. Shalom! And our Shalom. <laughs> and our intern, Miguel Cole. Okay, I'm still battling over this uh, SummerSlam, even though it was two weeks ago. I'm still like <laughs> crazy. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's just been a crazy SummerSlam, and it's still going on until today. So uh, you know, we'll we'll go on to other things. Speaking of crazy, um, Mimi Goody leaves, and then she comes back. What's up with that? She she wanted to give a proper send off, so you know. She's gonna give her, you know, she's gonna stay on the show today, and then uh, she's gonna send off, send a proper send off, so to speak. Yes. Oh yeah. See, see, that's what yeah. you told me last time, and now you had time. That's what. Yeah, with school and everything going on, Miguel, I will. Okay. Definitely be on at least during the big events, like the big pay per views, to do our game. There you go. So she'll be at least once a month. She'll be with us. So it's all good, Miguel. You know, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun. I won't let you down, buddy. I won't let you down. <laughs> oh, so you see, somebody's being nice to me, unlike Mimi Goody. Oh, you guys up. always fight. All right, that's enough. All right. <laughs> all right, let's go over the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, and before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. promotions and uh, he always sure. bringing in different you know legends to his shows so um, you know hey happy birthday though Bobby my buddy I mean, right now you can tell she's she's uh, trying to enhance the talent, but um, 
Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see what she, where they go with it. You know, they, they, because to me, they ruined the chance to when they brought back the Dudleys. I know it's a different, you know, subject, but you know, when they brought back the Dudleys, I was all hyped for it, and then they, to me, they ruined them. Um, yeah, hopefully true. they don't do that with her, and hopefully they don't do it with the Hardys, and it kind of looks that way. But we'll see. Got it. Right. <laughs> all right, next up, stand in line, you maggots. Oh. Sergeant Slaughter turned sixty-nine years old. Ah, you got a speak up. Strong went up to the champ and was like, "Listen, man, I want the title." And he 
he had approval with some, so he beat Bobby Roode. But where does Adam Cole been at? Fill in and all this, so we gotta figure that out. I think they'll come around to it by next week. You know? Yeah. They have to. I mean, because it looks like it's gonna end up being a triple threat, if anything. You know what I'm saying? I think they're gonna try to bring Roderick Strong involved in that, so. We'll see. You know? Roderick Strong is coming off annoying when he's like, I'm all about my family, yeah. I'm about championships, and I'm just like, uh, You know what, I mean, me, me personally, I don't like him, I don't know, it's just, yeah. it's, he's, you know, he's got a, a personality of a wet mop, you know, so, I mean, it, it's just, he's one of them, you know. Like Miguel. So, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about thinking about him, Miguel? Where'd go? <laughs> feelings about it, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about him during the Raw Nerds. Um, uh, excuse me. Alright, so let's go on to rumors. Alright, this one's about your boy, Rick. Dolph Ziggler may be on his way out of the WWE. Ziggler's contract is up in August. Uh, I'm sorry, in October, and the only reason he's back on TV is to complete his final feud with Bobby Roode. So that's a program I can... Say again? That's something I want to see, definitely. Oh, yeah. Excuse me. Damn, Miguel. That was, that was a... Bobby Roode and Ziggler. That was a bunch of clincher one. But anyway, um, but yeah, I would... <laughs> I, I would like to um, definitely see that feud. Um, they're saying that after the feud, it is very unlikely he will sign with the WWE. Now, from what I was told, from my sources that I could never reveal, that... He, during his absence, he's been doing a lot of stand-up comedy. They said he's also been in the movie, too. So I don't know how, you know, credible that part of it. I know the stand-up comedy he's been doing, but I don't know about the movie. I'm going to be honest. Homeboy does not need to make movies. He's not a good actor. I seen one movie. I lasted 10 minutes into the movie. I couldn't watch it. I could not watch it. I don't even remember what the name is. He sucked. Terrible. Well, first of all, Dolph Ziggler is not terrible. He's this generation's Mr. Perfect. They just don't know how to push him. Second of all, that movie he was in for the WWE Network, I need to get on it still because he, he, I heard it was Oscar-worthy performance. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. You're so blinded by this blindness or some shit. Call me, Dolph. <laughs> Bingo. Alright, so that, that's enough on your boy. Uh, now, rumor about the Hall of Fame entrance already. Who you ask? Did you ask who? Did you guys ask who? 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 Alright, well, Dave Batista is rumored to be in next year's Hall of Fame. Also, if The Rock and The Undertaker were interested, they would become the front runner immediately. 
So basically what they're trying to say that is if, if The Rock or The Undertaker says yes, they'll be in the Hall of Fame next year, then Batista won't be in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, right. or is yeah. Yeah, I mean, I love The Rock and I love... Uh, oh, the Undertaker. Oh, my God. All right, take oh, it down. So, <laughs> all right, that's all I got for rumors. What do you got? What do you, what do you got, Todd? Isn't there room for uh, all them in the Hall of Fame? Or all three of them? Well, because the way Vince likes to do it, he likes to have one head. Like, he treats the Hall of Fame show like a wrestling card. So, there's always the one, you know, like uh, this past year's was uh, Kurt Angle. He was the main main one to get into the Hall of Fame. You know yeah, what I'm saying? But do you think Batista's like a headliner? Like if the Undertaker or The Rock were all the way out, I don't think Batista's like a headliner though. He is. Batista? I agree with that. I th- yeah, yeah. I, no, I, you gotta, you gotta, it's, I think so. I think he's a headliner. You know, the guy's a multi-champion. Hold the odd man out on the show. Maybe, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, I, 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 don't worry about it. I think. <laughs> he is sexy. He's so sexy. Don't worry about it, Todd. No, he's, he's on the way out. We're taking over. I feel bad. I, I should introduce. I, I didn't introduce myself to Mimi yet. So Mimi, nice to meet you. Hi, Todd. Oh wait. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, put the. No, I think Batista's a headliner, and, and then it's a smart move. By um by Vince to do it that way, you know, with the if the Rock or the Undertaker, they're more of a headliner than Batista is. Um, I I just think that it, there's I mean, who else is out there that could that's over Batista besides them two? That's not already in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta look at it that way. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he but he's not alive to to, to make his speech. You know what I'm saying? He'll, he'll be in the the Big Boss Man his slot. Brett, yeah, but no, uh, they'll they'll figure out a way to put him right right in the middle. So that's because that's what he do. Oh, Natalia. Yeah, she's not main event yet. To be honest, mm. even though she's women's champion, I know. She can. She can talk to Owen. She exactly. She loves Owen. Okay. All right. Uncle all right. Owen. All right. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's all I got for, <laughs> for <laughs> rumors. What do you got for injury there, Rick? All right. Um, Xavier Woods, as you notice on SmackDown, wasn't fighting this week because at a live show, he kind of buckled his knee going for a tornado DDT. Well, it wasn't really a buckle, it was he slammed it wrong and his knee locked up. Um, but it seems like it's not as serious as they said it was. Um, so he should be out for a couple weeks, but it shouldn't be that long. He should be fine. Who's That's he, all I got for injuries. Who's he wrestling against? He was wrestling against the Usos. In a tag team match. Oh, okay. uh, he went for a tornado DDT and the Uso didn't go down. So he just stayed straight up and landed on his legs straight up. Because Uso and never go down. <laughs> oh my god. That's true. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, but then on SmackDown he had a sign that says it's only sore. So, <laughs> that was yeah, well, I mean, it does. It gets around real quick, and then, you know, he he's, has to explain himself. So. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go straight on to Raw Notes. Woo-hoo! All right, now Raw started off with the Battle Royal for the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, there was a numerous, I mean, I'm, I know I'm skipping through a lot, but there was a numerous amount of entrants in here that 
kind of like, I was like, eh. I was trying to boil it down to at least the top, the last four, you know, the final four. And I saw, like, I hate saying it, but it's, I call it ABJJ. You know what ABJJ means? No, what? Anybody but Jason Jordan. But he had to still, he had to still, you know, put him in that uh, equation of who I thought was going to win and he was one of them from Bell was the other and then for some odd reason I just thought between the, the um, Miz Bo Dallas and uh, Curtis Axel I thought they were going to be involved in it too um, this was it was okay uh, it was alright it was okay I guess I mean I don't know yeah, I, mean, I mean that's the thing with this the way they had it you only had 15 guys um, and like you yeah. said, the final four, all right, I mean, I, I see where they're going with it, and then to the way they have Jeff Hardy win it, all right, Jeff Hardy wins, that's something big, that's something different, now, my thing is, are you going to start leading to the Hardy split, like, Matt Hardy got eliminated real early, so are they going to bring out the broken Matt Hardy, whatever? Yeah, I think they are going to do the broken Matt Hardy gimmick, um, especially after this. So, you know, with all this going on, you know, but you know what? With this battle royal, I'm happy with it. Oh, yeah. I'm so happy that Jeff, that Jeff uh, Hardy won. So, you know, get it, Todd. Yeah, I have to agree with the both of you guys because when all the entrants came in, um, there were a lot of sleepers, meaning, like, there were a lot of people that I thought were not going to win it, the Hardys being two of them. So having the Having Jeff Hardy win the Battle Royal is finally what they what wrestling wanted, and that was what's best for business. Having Jeff Hardy win was totally different. Rick, exactly what you said. Totally different. Totally like what the crowd wasn't expecting originally. I thought it was either going to be the Big Show, uh, Jason Jordan, unfortunately, or either one of the uh, the Mysteraj members. So having Jeff Hardy win like put Raw on top of me right from the beginning. So having having him win it was just Simply amazing. Um, I don't know if they're gonna have him go ahead and do and you know win the belt next week. Um, if they do, that'll be even greater. But I don't see it happening. But having Jeff Hardy win that battle royal the other night was was what's best for business. Oh my goodness! Somebody did their homework. Well, actually, th- there was another one for me that I I would have I would not have mind to see win, and that was uh, Elias Samson. Yeah. And he was in there for quite a while, and I would not have been disappointed if he would have won that one too. Um, I seriously, t- I just did not want Jason Jordan to to win it. I really didn't. I did not want to see it. I wasn't comfortable with it, and he, he to me he's not ready. Is it? To me, that angle's gone to shit anyway. So, you know, it's just something that I'm not happy with. Go ahead, uh, the, whole, the whole angle of Jason Jordan and Kurt is just, it, it's terrible. It's like, where, where are they going with it? It just doesn't exist. It's terrible. He said terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible. We, we, we never say terrible in the correct way, Todd. We always say terrible. You gotta, you gotta say it terrible. Terrible. T-U-R-R. I-B-L-E. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> of course, we're copying um, uh, Charles Barkley. Uh, he copied us. He copied us, exactly. Jeez, jumped on my feet. He did it three years before us. Yeah, that's true. But we were doing it before him. 
<laughs> All right, so your winner is Jeff Hardy. So now, you know, I very rarely talk about 205 Live on Raw. You guys know that. But the next match, it was Enzo Amore versus Noam Dar. Now, the reason why I'm, I'm actually reporting this is just because... I don't, I'm at this point now where, and I've, and I've mentioned it too before, where Enzo Amore is having all this backstage heat. Now, my thing is this. If he's having that much heat, why is he on Raw every Monday and not on top of every Monday? Now he's on 205 Live. Getting the title shot at that. So, I'm sorry to say, if he's not that light, he wouldn't be where he's at right now. Especially with Vince. Vince will be like, nah, I don't care how good you talk. You're out. Screw it. I'm going to teach you a lesson. You're going to be suspended or whatever. I'm going to put you on the bottom of the car. I'm going to have you doing the stupidest stuff. But, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, uh, do you guys, is it that bad? stuff anyway. I mean, he's, I, I just don't like him anymore. He's, <laughs> he's funny. Uh, he, he's lost out there without big casts. Yeah, well, I don't think he's lost without Big Cass. I, 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 but I do think he's not funny no more. No. He's no just not. I don't think he... Because he does the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, no, that I agree well, with. Rick, you're quiet there. Well, <laughs> because the thing is, I'm about to go crazy. No. skills and I give him that you know wrestling though eh, he's okay you know he's not that bad but uh you know excuse me again <laughs> but my, he doesn't do it that what he doesn't do it for me anymore no. you know, like with, like again without big cast uh, he's, he's pointless to me no you see it's Adam, I, I disagree with without big cast part of it but I think it's it's more that he's using the same stupid jokes over and over again, and it doesn't work for him anymore. Yeah. He needs to change it up. If he wants to stay popular, he needs to change it up. Yeah, and I agree with that, but it's just that, you know, like I said too, he's got a mouth, and he could be to the point to where he's going to be annoying. You know what I'm saying? Look at The Miz. As annoying as The Miz is, he grew on to me after a while. You know what I'm saying? He is very annoying. But I just think that where Enzo's point, his position should be, is a manager. Talk, you know, have him be the manager for guys who have shitty promo skills. That way, right. Brock Lesnar has one, and Paul Heyman, he's terrible at promos. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, city bitch. That's, that was his line.
So, when the new Eternals came out, every night the crowd went crazy. The crowd, you know, repeated the lines. With Big Cass and Enzo, after a while, that stopped. You know, it's yeah. like, they're, they're not interested anymore. They don't find it funny. And with, with Enzo being alone, I don't see this guy making it much longer. Yeah. The difference is, the major difference is, uh, Billy Gunn and Road Dog, they had uh, at least a decade of wrestling of skill. Like, they've been in the ring way before smoking guns. He was with Jeff Jarrett, the road dog. Yep. So they have experience for years before they got thrown into the, the big guns. You know what I'm saying? So they already had experience. They just expressed themselves even more in the New Age Outlaws. That's why, that's the difference between Big Jazz and Enzo and New Age. And they wrestled for, for so much longer than these guys. Exactly. So Big Jazz is just a big dude. Enzo just doesn't know what he's doing. Bingo! Oh, wow. Speaking of the two, um, cut a promo about Lesnar defeating Braun Strowman at No Mercy. That's pretty much it. I mean, to me, that was a waste of spot to put him in without having anything to that Braun, you know, should have came out to. Nothing happened. So, promo yeah, was and it was okay. Paul Heyman is like, yeah, he explains everything in detail about what happened to Brock Lesnar, and then they show you a replay. <laughs> Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Now, Rick, you was texting me during this promo, uh, during this match, and you pretty much laid out the next five weeks. <laughs> so, um, that, it was to me that was just funny, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean the match, I wasn't really into it. Um, Dean Ambrose end up, uh, I mean Cesaro end up beating Seth Rollins, and then all of a sudden they. Did straight to another match with Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus. Uh, Dean Ambrose ends up beating Sheamus. So lay out the next three, four weeks, Rick. All right, so the next three or four weeks, we're going to have Sheamus versus Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro. And then we'll have a six-man tag match where you put Sheamus and Cesaro with, some, with probably the Drifter versus <laughs> Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and probably Finn Balor or Jason Jordan. They just gonna keep going on and on and on. And the worst part of this whole thing is Dean Ambrose just can't lose. I don't understand why you couldn't have Seth win and have Dean Ambrose lose. Yes. It's just, it just, you're just burying Seth Rollins. Or they, I think they're just demoting Seth Rollins to let us know he's not the number one guy anymore. And Dean Ambrose is not the number one guy in forever. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right, Rick's. Uh, oh, yeah, Rick, you want to tell them about your new uh, segment, your new video? Yeah, so everybody, check it out on our Facebook page, Instagram, and Twitter. We have a new show called Rick Rants, where I rant about things I don't like, and there's a lot of things that I don't like. So, this week, it was on SmackDown, so when we go over SmackDown, I will definitely let you know what I ranted about, but look for it every Wednesday on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wrestling POV, and Wrestling POV 1 for Instagram, because I have a 
lot of things I don't like. <laughs> That's for sure. All right, so make sure you check it out. And, of course, subscribe. So now up next, it was Emma versus Mickey James. Mm-hmm. Now, um, where are they going with this with Emma? Any ideas? They gave her a new song. They gave her a new song. That I liked her old one better. Not, not, the, not the baby face one. The heel one of that version. The heel one, yeah. But yeah. The <laughs> it's not that bad. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, okay, it's different. Where, where are they going with Emma? <laughs> I think with Emma, they're going nowhere. It's just, <laughs> just a filler, man. Yeah. yeah well. What? <laughs> First, I heard that they were going to do a thing where Emma was going to go and hit on Chad, uh, Chad Gable, uh, Jason Jordan, and, you know, trying to get a push that way. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. That's that's the one thing I heard. I haven't seen it yet. It looks like it might head that way, um, but she beat Mickey James. So, I mean, I don't know, uh, especially at the ending of Raw. This, this was, it's very hard to tell. They're, they're going somewhere with it because they keep showing her every Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, which is not a bad thing. I'm not complaining about about it at all. I think she does belong there, and she's a good wrestler. Good, you know, she does she, her character. I like so. Now then, oh boy, uh, Kurt Angle announces Roman Reigns and John Cena at No Mercy. Um, this promo, is, there's a lot of people talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Rick. Um, there's a lot of people talking about it, and I'm going to tell you my point of view. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. All right, now a lot of people are saying that uh, John Cena and uh, really tore into it. My sources told me this; it was all scripted. It was very much all scripted, and they didn't go offline. They did. They meant to say what they had to say to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, they wouldn't do it if they wasn't, you know. I think it was. They they were trying to make real realism in the WWE, you know, because if you think about it, everything that Roman Reigns said about John Cena was true. Yeah. Everything that John Cena said about Roman Reigns was true. Yeah. What do you guys think about this promo? All right. I'm going to tell you with my clapping skills. John Cena, body bag, Roman Reigns. To the point where my wife, who loves Roman Reigns, replayed it twice to say, damn, how could they do that to Roman? Now, I get it. I get it that it was scripted. Dave Meltzer reported it was scripted. I get it. But let me tell you this. Okay. Roman Reigns got body bags, son. Roman Reigns didn't know what to say. He got caught, and John Cena, when he said, it's a promo, kid, you got to learn how to do it if you want to be the big dog, got him. And all he did was, you're a dumbass bitch. Ooh, you whack Roman Reigns. And let me tell you something. Yeah, it was scripted. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It was scripted. But this was Cena's revenge for The Rock, because The Rock body bagged John 
seen it. John Cena said, oh yeah, I'm gonna come at your cousin, son. And he came hard body. He said, you want a shovel? I'm gonna bury your ass right now with this promo. Body bag. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Okay, Rick. Now, all right, so Mimi, you tell me how you feel. Then, oh, my God. I marked out on both, on both sides. Because yeah. I was screaming, oh, oh, oh. It was it was a great promo, hands down on both sides. But yes, Rick, you're right. John Cena won. <laughs> okay, Todd, tell me what were your thoughts about this whole promo? Uh, I thought the promo was very well uh, very well done. Um, Rick, I know you told me I did my homework on the Battle Royal, and it certainly looks like you did your homework on this promo. Um, as much as I hate to say it, I think, yeah, John Cena won. Uh, won the battle between the words. Uh, Roman Reigns did a good job. He did a good attempt. But John Cena definitely... <coughs> excuse me. De- uh, John Cena definitely had the edge. Um, he put Roman in his place. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's not much more to say. I mean, I just hope Roman beats him at no mercy. Ooh. Early prediction, huh? <laughs> 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 all right, yeah. I'm, I'm putting all five points on Roman, baby. <laughs> says um you know at one point roman you know was frozen and whether he meant to do it or not john cena jumped i'm I'm just saying whether he meant to do it or not john cena picked up on it quick and cut probably one of the best promos on raw i've seen in a long time so now um up next elias he was in the middle of the ring singing a song about memphis um i like elias i think they got to keep going with that especially where he does the hometown crowd but they gotta i think right about now they need to put him in a storyline he needs to get into a storyline right away enough of this it, it, it is funny I, I am entertained by it but i think it's time to start putting him in the storyline uh jerry lawler came out and because uh, he was filling in for Booker T, who was stuck in Houston, and um, he said that he has a, a southpaw for him to fight, and uh, it was Pelvis Wesley. <laughs> Did anybody? It, it was so ridiculous. I mean, we all know who that was, you know. Uh, <sighs> what the hell's his name? What was his name? I even forgot. Pete Slater. Pete Slater. That's it. Um, just ridiculous. <laughs> find it funny how the three-man band back in the day two of them got released they kept Heath and they brought the two back and made them champions <laughs> one's an NXT champion the other's WWE what the hell does Heath Slater have to do <laughs> you know he just won a double wide man shoot anyway he, he does the job to uh, Elias uh, whatever Alright, so now the uh, main event, it was for the Raw Women's Championship. It was Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. What's up, Rick? Uh, uh, 
also in the Battle Royal, we had Bray Wyatt appear and dump Finn oh, Balor. Yeah, right. yep. So yep. they're still going to go on with this yeah. little rivalry. <sighs> Uh, I, I don't know about that, man. I, I was kind of disappointed. I was yeah, disappointed that Bray wasn't even in it. Yeah, I was too, you know, but we're... Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I think they... I'm not surprised that they're trying to keep going with the whole Finn Balor versus uh, 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 Bray Wyatt. I'm not really su- not surprised at all. Um but are they going to keep him having doing the demon gimmick? Or when he comes out yeah. as Finn Balor, is he going to keep losing because he's not the demon now? Is that how they're going to go with it? Yeah, that's stupid. It's very, very and then, interesting. And then also... That's stupid. <laughs> also, uh, Samoa Joe, I forgot to mention, he wasn't present because he messed up his knee during a live event with John Cena. Mm-hmm. But he said to be okay, they just wanted to give him a couple of days off. And also, after that promo with Roman Reigns and John Cena, that stupid match with the club, you ruined it. And oh, yeah, that's right. Regrets because why would you put the club in there yeah. and just, it was stupid. Yeah. I get it, you want to build a thing, but if you would have just ended it right then and that there, perfect, you had yeah. perfect, it was perfect. And not only that, it's Sorry like about the club that. did the job, too, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So, all right. Well, we'll see where they go with it, but hopefully they stop letting the club job and uh, start ending promos the way it should be. It's going to always be a Jabba Jabba. Jabba Jabba! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the main event, it was Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks. This is an okay match. It was a typical match, but to me it was a little bit too predictable because of the fact that Alexa Bliss said in a promo earlier, Sasha Banks could never win after she wins the title. <laughs> I'm like, seriously? Oh, boy. But anyway, she, she, she was right. Because she won. Clean. Clean. That's preposterous right there. And like, yeah. why are you doing this to Sasha, man? Why are you doing this to she Sasha? She must have pissed at somebody's Cheerios. Because I'm telling you, man, it's like every time she wins, she loses the next one. Got that. Tony, you said that uh, Alexa, you know, called it before as a promo, but, um, you know, it's WWE, so you never know, you know, even though she says, oh, yeah, Sasha Banks, you know, uh, has never, you know, been successful at, at a title reign, but, you know, it, they, they could have made it, you know, a one-time deal, but I'm glad Alexa did win in, in the end, you know? Yeah, yeah, but, um... Well, I know that, it's, it, like Todd said, it, it, it is WWE, so... They predict everything ahead of time. Not really. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time they do. No. What yes. German? No. Nine nine. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. no. I win. You said me like that. I meant like you know, Tony. You said that um, you know, because like you said like Sasha, you know, is zero and four, but when she said that. Were you 100% convinced right there and then that Alexa was going to win that match? Yeah. Yeah. I was. Yeah. <laughs> I really was. I really was. I thought Sasha was going to win. And I was like, no, what the hell? <laughs> but, I mean, they, they, they cleaned it up good with, with the end of it all. I mean, yeah. yeah Tony. What's that? I thought it was a good ending. It was a very good ending. Um, Nia Jax came out and uh, she jumped Sasha for a little bit. And then uh, she picks up Alexa Bliss. Uh, 
you know, congratulating her, and all of a sudden she dumps on her behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, she picks up the belt, but then, you know what I noticed? The crowd popped for that. So it looks like Nia's a good guy now. It looks like she's a baby face. Um, we'll see where they go with it, if they will give it to her, but, of course, Sasha Banks, you know, she. I think she just needs to stay out of it you know what I'm saying? Because it, this was an after-the-match type deal. It wasn't like Nia costed her the match, and I think that's why they did that. So that way there's no, you know, tension between those two, and they can just solely focus on Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss at No Mercy. That's what's going to end up happening. We'll see if they do keep up with the whole babyface Nia thing, and uh, we'll see what happens. So that is your raw note. Tony! What's that? Mr. Tony! I don't know. You know how I feel about the whole, you know, I hate the, the difference of changing the belts every time, and I don't like that at all. They haven't had one stable champion in a long time. Um, since Charlotte. Yeah, oh, no. Was it really since Charlotte? Yeah. Um, all right, since Charlotte. And, uh, <laughs> but um, I think they would give it to Nia eventually. Okay, <laughs> Go back on the soundboard. <laughs> that's messed up. Alright, so that's your raw notes. Alright, guess what's back? What? What? Rick's joke of the day. Or oh, joke of the week. Oh no. So, it is time for Rick's Around the Thirds Wrestling Joke of the Week. Take it away. Welcome back to Rick Serrano's Wrestling Joke of the Week. Today's joke is, they say John Cena doesn't put people over. But I disagree. He does put people over. Over his shoulders for the AA. <laughs> no? No. and uh, kind of went to poo-poo. <laughs> well, if you people out there have wrestling jokes you'd like to send in, send it into our Facebook page and Twitter at WrestlePOV or our Instagram at WrestlePOV1 using the hashtag WPOV jokes because apparently people on this show don't have a damn sense of humor at all. What's that, Todd? I thought my jokes were bad. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Todd Silver's last episode of the POV podcast. And all right. And I'm going to keep it this week. Say goodbye, people. All right. People, listen up. Wrestling POV podcast is now affiliated with the Collar Elbow brand. Not only do these shirts look good, but they feel great. Founder wrestling legend Al Snow had this to say, this is not my company, it's our company, this is our brand for all of us who love wrestling, it belongs to us. Now if that doesn't inspire you to go to collarandelbowbrand.com, how about this for inspiration? Use promo code WPOV and receive a 10% discount. I can't say it enough, 10% discount using the promo code WPOV. 
Come on, people. Nice. 10% off, people. 10% off. You know what's 10%? It's, it's more, more than that. So make sure you put exactly. promo oh, Kurt. Yeah, yeah. I did not. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I said it. Oh, wow. Shit. All right. I'm going to take a quick pause for the... Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was about to do. I'll take a quick pause oh, for the pause because sure. I need to go work on my jumps apparently. <laughs> so we'll be right back after these words. Yo, yo, yo. This right here is former WWE World Tag Team Champion. Grandmaster Sensei, Brian Christopher. And you know, when I'm going to listen to a podcast, I'm going to listen to the best. And if you want to listen to the best, you're going to tune in, listen to Tony and Rick and Wrestling POV Podcast. Yeah. All right, people, like you just heard our boy, Brian Christopher. Yeah, I was his manager. And if you haven't heard the episode on which he was on, then you can go on iTunes, YouTube, or Poppy for free and listen to our past episodes. And when you go on iTunes, make sure you hit the subscription button, subscribe to it, and also leave us a little review. You know, we, we want a little give and take. You know, you tell us something about ourselves. It could be something nice, like really nice about Rick's around. But if you have something you want us to talk about on the show, leave it in the comment section of the reviews. Because the more reviews we get, the more praise we get. And when we get more praise, we get more shows. And when we get more shows, we get more money. I mean, we get more publicity. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you go on to our iTunes and subscribe. Also, don't forget our YouTube as well, because some people don't have iTunes. Go on YouTube. Go hit on the subscription button. Also on Poppy. But listen, iTunes is the place that we want to grow. So make sure you get on iTunes, hit subscribe. And you know what time it is for now, guys? Uh-oh. The Smackdown Breakdown! Continuing, we had the Ascension. Finally, oh my God. the Ascension versus 
the returning Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable. Now, I think it was a good return match for Shelton. I think he got the hot tag. He looked good in the ring. Um, he does look a little older. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, you can, you can see the age on him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Um, but I thought it was a good return match. What do you think about them as a tag team? Uh, I don't know. It's, like I said, there's two very different styles, and you know it's very difficult. Excuse me. It's very difficult to uh, see that. It, I don't know. They got to start meshing a little bit more like a tag team. You can tell those two different styles. Um, I wasn't all too thrilled with it to be honest, but we'll see. We'll see where they go with it. Obviously, they're using Shelton Benjamin as the push for Chad Gable, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe a heel turn? Yeah, you know, I was thinking that. Maybe Chad Evil turns on Shelton or vice versa. Yeah. I definitely see something like that. That's yep. a good call, Tony. Tony, you should be writing for this game, right? right? <laughs> Next up, we have Aaron Corbin backstage saying he's going to cash in on AJ's promise for the United States title. So, next up, we have AJ Styles. And who comes out? The Perfect 10, Ty Dillinger. And then Baron Corbin comes out and was like, nah, sucker, I'm getting this match. But Ty Dillinger found a way to get inside the ring, so they make the match Ty Dillinger versus AJ Styles. Now, this is where I was a little upset. They made Ty Dillinger look like a sucker MC. They did. Tapping out to the calf crusher. Yep. Why are they doing this to Ty Dillinger? Why are they doing it to Baron Corbin, too? They're making him look like a punk. <laughs> you know or, what I'm saying? I mean... Seriously? Unless they're having Barry Corbin versus Ty Dillinger, which I wouldn't mind at all. No, I don't see least, what the hell they were thinking. I, I don't know. I really don't know, to be honest. They're, to me, they're burying both of them. You know, that was that that was not the segment for them to be on. You know what I'm saying? It really wasn't. Like if they would have did something in the back, maybe to where like Ty Dillinger is saying, "Oh, I'm going to challenge AJ," and blah blah blah, and then and then have Baron Corbin jump him from behind. It had nothing to do with AJ. It had to do with AJ, kind of, but it really didn't have to do with AJ. But then it would have started a nice little feud between Ty and Baron Corbin. Right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or so, Triple Threat. Triple Threat match. Or Triple Threat. Oh, yeah. Triple Threat. Triple Threat. You should be a writer. Yeah, yeah with well, my language, Triple Threat. Put that motherfucker on a Triple Threat. <laughs> <laughs> We had AJ beat Ty Dillinger, and after the match, Corbin disposes of Ty Dillinger and gets hit with a phenomenal forearm. So it looks like what's going to happen is Baron Corbin's going to keep trying to come out for the U.S. title, and someone else is going to come out and beat him to the punch until he finally gets his one-on-one match. Um, Next up, we have Rusev backstage with Jinder Mahal saying, we're not friends, and after tonight, I'm coming after that belt. You know, I kind of... You know what? I like that segment to be honest you know only because those guys used to be tag partners at one time and it was the reason why I was so invested in that segment was because back then Rusev was like the main guy over the two now this time it's Jinder Mahal and you can see the attitude that Rusev had like he was looking like the way he's holding like he was disgusted at the fact that he was holding the belt that he wants so bad. You know, that's how I took that uh, segment. And when he pointed at it, it was like, I'm going after that belt. I was Ooh, like, oh. Like I know, right? Was, Rusev was here for one second. So, wow. yeah. 
So, all right, Todd, what do you got on this? see where they go with it though they're gonna have to try to segue into that because now he's gonna be two heels you know what i'm saying yeah but I, I think honestly in my opinion if they're gonna have these two going toe to toe they're they're the main event it's, it's not gonna be on a pay-per-view it's gonna be on the smackdown i'm afraid no no but you know what tony what todd is saying is interesting <laughs> I agree with you. I don't want to see it. I agree with you. I don't want to see it. 
Enough with Shane. Enough with Shane. I think I think KO and uh, Shane McMahon are just terrible on the mic, and I I definitely want uh uh um oh shit. <laughs> I mean, I think Kevin Owens is good on the mic. Shane McMahon is bad on the mic. Kevin Owens is good. It's just he's not working with somebody else that's also good on the mic. And that, that kind of makes him look like shit. But, you know, he, he is good on the mic. I just, like you said, Rick, I, I don't want to see Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. I'd rather see uh, Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan if that's where it goes. But, you know, because you got to think about it, too. Daniel Bryan punked out Shane McMahon at that one point by saying he was going to be the special guest referee. Right. You know, at SummerSlam. So now maybe in return, you know, Shane McMahon could be like, hey, you put me out there, I'll put you out there. You're going you're gonna to actually fight him. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but then, I, would that, wouldn't that be like a heel move, though, for Shane? No? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, he's been yeah. acting like a heel, though, with Kevin Owens. With it's Kevin. just that like Kevin Owens is a bigger heel. That's true. That is true. But we'll see where they go with it. We'll see. Well, next up we had Dolph Ziggler backstage saying he's going to return next week because they're in Little Rock, Arkansas, and yeah, Arkansas. So Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not expecting much. Like you said, his contract ends in October, so. Ah, Dolph Ziggler. How the mighty have fallen. Next up, we had another match with the Usos versus New Day. And this match is going to determine the stipulation for another match between the Usos and the New Day. My prediction is that the next match will be a two out of three falls, making it seven matches between the Usos and the New Day. Well, anyway, the Usos end up picking up the win. Therefore, they're going to get to pick the stipulation next week on SmackDown. Yes. Uh, guys, are we not sick of the Usos versus New Day? You know what? I am, but... The last match has been good, so we'll see. We'll see. And, but the thing is, they have to top it now. You know what I'm saying? They have to top what they did at SummerSlam. That's how I'm looking at it as. But am I tired of it? Eh, I don't know yet. I got to wait and see what happens. But, but that's, that's what the WWE is known for. They, they repeat matches like crazy. It's, uh, they, they dig these holes every every time, you know? It's... Uh, this is not the Usos and New Day. It's every match. It's every feud. Yeah, well, it's just like when, when Rick was talking about um, uh, Dean Ambrose and um, yeah. Seth Rollins versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. You know, they did the one match of each, and then next week they're going to split it, you know, go the other way, and then it's like, oh, my God. It's ridiculous. So th- this is the same thing, basically. You know what I'm saying? Basically. And there's so many tag teams. And you're having two teams facing each other. That's the same, too. But then think about it, too. There's, what, four weeks now until the next pay-per-view? Now, they have... Raw has four weeks to finish and tell their story. SmackDown is longer, unless they do it a week after. 
you know, or the week after that. That's still, at, at the very least, six weeks that SmackDown has to tell a story. Now, I know, Ricky, you're going to cover the Brizango, so go ahead, so that way I can do we had Natalia backstage telling Carmella she will make her the Baron Corbin of the women's division. Oh. She is body bagging. Yo, you just body bag Baron Corbin, man. What did he ever do to you? What did he ever do to you? I know someone told her to say that. Well, she body bagged Carmella in that one, too. Yeah, but I know someone yeah. told her, uh, Natty to say that. Oh, yeah. um, I'm sure of it. I know she made it up herself. No, she's not that bright. She made it up herself. She's the best in the best in the best in the best in the movie. Thank you, Rick.
the tag team division was going to turn upside down and nothing happened. Yep. And then you go Aiden English, and Aiden English doesn't even have a tag team partner. So, what do you guys think? Talk. What do you guys think? Todd, uh, what are you going? Where, where are you at with this? Because I'm at, I'm frustrated. I'm just gonna be even more frustrated just talking about it. So I'll let you go. <laughs> well, like you said, Rick, you mentioned that two weeks ago they said that they were going to come out and change the whole tag team scene. But yet they're still doing these corny ass... No, I don't want to say corny because sometimes they are funny. Like when when uh, they just Tyler Breeze had the belt and he goes, is that championship belt? And then Tyler's like, no, it's just a hole in your pants. You know, that was funny. You know, But you're right, Rick. That, that was hilarious. But the thing of it is, is that they have to start... They got to close this up. They can do that segment once in a while. But remember, I said it too. Once Vince sees something hilarious and funny, he's gonna he keeps going with it and going with it and acts like everybody else is going to be laughing too. You know, it's like telling the same old knock-knock joke all the time. Knock-knock's not funny no more. Don't do the knock-knock. Oh, just the Rick joke of the week. That, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! <laughs> I think I think it's so bad that it is funny. Yeah. Well, that's they had a nice. They, they it wasn't that one bit was funny. I thought it was funny, but they gotta. It's gotta come to an end. Show um, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan already. Let them get popped. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, All right. Finally, the main event, Randy Orton and Nakamura versus Rusev and Jinder Mahal. A horrible match. I did not enjoy this one bit. Uh, Randy Orton and Nakamura ended up pulling up the win, which again was running out of time, so they rushed the finish. Oh, yeah. uh, Randy Orton and Nakamura wins, and they're celebrating. Randy Orton hits Nakamura with an uh, RKO. Now you must be wondering why did he hit him with an RKO? That's because Randy Orton will be facing Nakamura next week for a number one contenders match. Why? Why is Randy Orton getting another number one contender match? Not only that, why is Nakamura getting one when they both lost? Exactly. Unless you're throwing some new talent out there, do a six man match or a five way match, something. Throw Shelton Benjamin in there. Throw Ty Dillinger in there. Throw Dolph Ziggler in there. You, you have people in which you can put. That's what I'm saying, Mimi. You have you can just throw people in there and have a whole match. But instead, you're putting Randall Orton out there again. No one wants to see you, sucker MC.
own force. Exactly. Unless you're throwing some new talent out there, do a six-man match or a five-way match, something. Throw Shelton Benjamin in there. Throw Ty Dillinger in there. Throw Dolph Ziggler in there. You, you have right people in which you can put. That's what I'm saying, Mimi. You, have, you can just throw people in there and have a whole match. But instead, you're putting Randall Orton out there again. No one wants to see you, sucker MC. Ooh, yeah, he is a sucker MC. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a very, very dumb and bad move. Um, I hated a lot about that part. Um, but we'll see what happens, I guess. I mean, you're right, though. Yep. You know? All right, so... I mean, but Dorton actually technically won at, at SummerSlam. Um, what is <clears throat> nine-second match. But... Yeah. You're right, and we've been complaining about this for the longest time, too. Why are these guys getting put in a number one contenders match when they clearly lost? Especially one, and I'm a Nakamura fan, but he lost against the champion. Whether it was fair or not, he still lost. Now, they they got to start doing something to where these guys got to work their way back to the top. They had several weeks to tell a damn story. Do it that way. Oh, God. And they got to slow down. They gotta slow down just a little bit with um, with uh, Jinder Mahal because uh, have you noticed every Tuesday he's wrestling now, which is fine. That's he's supposed to be a fighting champion, but it's not gonna hurt to not have him wrestle. Just have him sit and do commentary. Yeah, I'm watching my competition or this or whatever, or to start a storyline, have him jump somebody or do something. I don't know, but to have him wrestle, he's been wrestling a lot and just kick it back just a little bit. You know, I know I always complain about that the champion needs to be wrestling like Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar waits every four months to wrestle. You know, so it's like what the hell. Um, but with with Jinder Mahal is constant. To just slow it back just a tad. He can do something else because he's obviously he's not a part timer. Slow down a little bit. That's all I gotta say. Ooh, that's all he gotta say about that. That's it. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rick. Alright, so that is the end of SmackDown. It is now time for Raw versus SmackDown. And our fans voted this week on our Twitter every Tuesday after SmackDown. You get to vote. Which one do you think was better? Raw or SmackDown for the week? And it may help us tip over the scale. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we'll pick because of the way you help vote. So, the fans voted, Tony, Mimi, and Todd. Fans voted. And what about me and Miguel? <laughs> what are we talking about? See, this is what I'm talking about. Man, let me just do my job. Anyway, the fans voted. Monday Night Raw gets 56% of the vote. Wow. Close one this week. So usually we have a blowout. This week was really close. Uh, Raw is up 12 to 8. Tony, what did you think Raw or SmackDown? Well, I hated everything about SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um, Raw was at least different. Um, and what I say by different was, you know, Alexa Bliss won back her title. Jeff Hardy's a new number one contender. And the promo of all promos between Cena and, and Roman Reigns. So, my vote is Raw. I'm going with Raw this week. All right. Maybe. Well, let's give it to Mr. Todd there, since he's taking over my spot. No, Rick, I'm surprised that it's not such a blowout because I think Raw wins, hand, win, wins hands down. You know, Raw was so much better than SmackDown. SmackDown was such a sleeper for me, and Raw just had the, those three points that Tony just mentioned. Jeff Hardy... The promo with uh, Cena Reigns and Alexa Bliss. So, Raw. All right, Mimi Goody. I have to say, I'm sorry, Rick. 
because you know I'm a SmackDown girl. I'm gonna go with Raw because of the stupid Brazango thingy. That <laughs> drove me crazy. It was, you know, there was more to it than that, but. <laughs> well, that was the main thing for me. It was like, ugh. Yeah. I turned the TV off and went to bed. Yeah. I mean, I can't be an honest journalist if I pick SmackDown. Because <laughs> SmackDown was dreadful. I was so upset with the whole Brazango thing. Um, and promo of the year with John Cena and Roman Reigns mm-hmm. minus the Roman Reigns part um, <laughs> yes because if I haven't said it already John Cena body bag Roman Reigns but with that being said I'm going with Raw therefore Raw will be going up 13 to 8 in our Raw versus Smackdown nice. and we have something to say coming from Todd Silver take it away Todd yeah, we're going to go off topic, go off of uh, the wrestling topic for a minute. And um, I'm sure everyone everyone knows, everyone uh, heard the news. Um, hurricane, uh, hurricane, the hurricane hit all down in Houston. Um, so we're going to send our home, you know, prayers and uh, hope everyone recuperates down in Houston. And um, what you guys are going through right now is, like, unbelievable. So um, we, we here at uh, POV, we send our uh, sympathies to you, and uh, we hope you bounce back real soon. Yes. And if you haven't, Already, there's also the Red Cross. There's many different places in which you can send money or send clothes, blankets, anything that you can think of. Be sure to check out those websites. Um, I'll try to get something up on our Facebook page to get some donations over to Houston for the recovery from Hurricane Harvey. Thank you, guys. Um, we here at Wrestling POV, we love wrestling, but we love humanity, and we're all about that, so we just want everybody to be safe out there. Love, peace to every one of you. Tony, I think it's that time of the show. It is that time of the show. That time of the show. Yes. Yes. It's the end of the show. Yep. <gasps> Sorry, folks. So, with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with... Mimi Goody. And the third wheel. And our intern, Miguel Cole. Oh, yeah, but no, the newest member is uh, Todd Silver. It's me, it's me, it's that T-O-double-D. Double-D? Yeah, Todd. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, my. <laughs> and our intern. Miguel Cole. I mean, this is Tony Khan. Uh, Adios. All right, all right. Love, peace, and hair grease. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody. Your last one, so good. I just still couldn't get me to say peace out. You can't type that shit yet. Oh my god, Todd, that's what you—that's your job there. You gotta say peace out before he says good night, everybody. <laughs> well.